He gonna get off his corners? You gonna leave his people be? Or you the one that's gonna find yourself a new club? You don't mean that shit? The fuck I don't. I built this shit. Me, brick by brick. And I'll be damned if I let you tear it down just cause you don't like the way another nigga talk. He ain't killing him. He getting it. Fuck, they call you man boy. Cause I was a full grown man when I was still just a little boy. Man boy. Are you sleeping at night, son? Like a baby. Must a rock get a hold of their ass? You knew. They gone. I had plans for you. I made arrangements. Arrangements? Yes, arrangements. Come on, Avi. You don't admit what this shit really about. Oh, shit. Kane. Yes, sir. How you doing, my brother? Pretty good. How about you, brother? I'm good. I'm good. And uh, I want to welcome everybody back to another episode of the DJ Blaze Radio Show podcast. This is our Snowfall recap show. Episode what number? This episode seven, mm. and it's called "Lying in a Hammock." And I just randomly found out that that was the name. Well, it's based on a poem. Uh. Poem is "Lying in a Hammock" at William Duffy's farm in Pine Island, Minnesota, by James Wright. Mm. And I meant to look up was James Wright black or white, but I was in line for some shoes that you didn't even get. That I didn't even get. <laughs> so, yeah, but uh. You know how we start this thing off, Kane? How 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 you like this episode? And uh, you know, uh it wasn't one of the it wasn't exciting like the Tiger episode. Uh-huh. You know what I'm saying? This episode right here seen a little more like a turmoil field. Turmoil yeah. field. Mm-hmm. Like you know, there's a lot of conversations to be had, a lot mm-hmm. of you know, discussions going on, a lot of back you know, it's a whole lot of backstory type shit going mm-hmm. on. Like it wasn't no excitement, no entertainment, no dramatization. Everything kind of like Damage control for real This episode mm-hmm. It's like it was a lot of damage control Yeah I, The first time I watched it I was like Damn they getting They getting kind of Weak with it But then it's, You know I watched it again And I was like okay And then it was a Little stuff that I picked up on Like stuff that people Was doing or whatever So mm-hmm. Little faces And all kind of stuff Cause yeah. Watching it at 10 o'clock at night When you done work 12, 13 hours Yeah you don't pick up on shit, you know what I'm saying? So. Yeah, when you, that first watch, if you, if you watch it the night it comes out, you really just watching it to say I watched it. Yeah, because you ain't you're not really getting yeah, all of this yeah. stuff, and you ain't really fully tuned in. But you're like, oh, I know it came on at ten, so I'm gonna go ahead and catch it. Mm-hmm. That second and third watch is when you kind of like, because I know the first time I watched, I ain't even had the, uh, the caption on. I just watched it. Mm. You know what I'm saying Then the next day Second third watch I had a caption on mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying Now you were winding Certain parts You're like What'd he say mm-hmm. What'd she say mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying So yeah I definitely know what you mean Yeah And like me I watch it On Twitter mm-hmm. So I'm commenting I'm making my little Jokes and stuff On Twitter too And all kind of stuff uh, too Reading people jokes And what they talking about You know what yeah, I'm saying So you I need to get back Active with my Twitter man Yeah, yeah get that, back active Yeah once Instagram And Snap came out It's like Twitter Was like my You know stepchild I f- forgot all about it man Yeah I, I, I Twitter where everything Be popping at for me Like it jump off On Twitter for me so I don't know I gotta get back into all the, it All the talking stuff So yeah, yeah. You remember they used to have That Twitter uh, What it was on Twitter It's be like Twitter damn it was a porno one time Oh yeah all that sex you know? <laughs> Yeah Yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> Um, but I, I last week I put something up there and Snowfall like reposted it or whatever. Oh, they did. Yeah, I tag them fuckers every time I put the shit on Facebook. You put the hash. No, you. Well, I'm talking about on Twitter. I'm talking. Yeah, on Facebook. I, I tag them on, on Facebook and Instagram. They be more active on um on Twitter on Twitter when you when you hashtag them. So Twitter FX. I mean, um, Snowfall FX. FX. Yeah. yeah, that's what I be tagging on Facebook. I might mm-hmm. I might have to start jumping on that Twitter. Yeah, but it was good. So you, you know what I'm saying? Y'all know what we are here for. You know what I'm saying? We. Recap the episode and we find out who who we think won, who we think lost, uh, the character we most identify with, and then um, we get into what we call the more things change, the more things stay the same, the more they stay the same, kind of like our social commentary on the on the episode. Mm-hmm. Um, so I guess we will get started. Let's get it. Well, hold up. Well, I guess it's kind of late. We episode seven. I thought about doing something like giving it five stars. I think it's too late Cause I think this might be The last season You think so? I don't know man It feel like last season I don't know To start up a new, a I, new, a new I think rating. I think depending on How far they take This whole Kane thing Yeah You know what I'm saying How quick they get it resolved How too. quick they get it resolved And if he end up being Becoming a 
you know, a, a, another kingpin or, you know, they end up having a, because, you know, they set some shit in motion. So, mm-hmm. I think it depends on how far. And then, you know, we ain't seen Scully the last two or three episodes. Scully chilling. I think that might have been a way to get Scully out of the way to where he's just doing his thing. But he might come back, though. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. So, yeah, he might come back. Uh, he might. Well, I don't know. We'll see. I ain't want to throw that out there. Them, no no wild theories. No snowfall conspiracy theories. Yeah. Um, I guess we'll get started with the episode. And it uh starts with Franklin and Leon. And that's them telling Louis and Jerome about the meetup with Kane. Mm-hmm. Um, but Jerome, he ain't too too concerned about Kane coming back. And uh, like Kane said, doing it right next time. He's more concerned with Peaches. Or as he calls them, that turncoat, turncoat motherfucker. Yeah. Um, Franklin says he got top notch. <laughs> that name, man, top, top notch. Yeah, top notch, hire professional. Mm-hmm. Gonna find that motherfucker. Yeah, so they gonna find him. Um, Louis want to know how they gonna get back at Kane, but that's when Leon steps in and he like we not gonna get back at him. Um, at least not right now. Yeah, he said Kane got pulled, and if they hit back at him, it's a war. Um, Leon t- says he gonna give him two options to fix this shit with him, with him and his family. Or uh, he'll take Kane out himself. Um, he tells them that Kane has a right to be upset. Um, so he basically tells them they got he got a legitimate beef with them because they killed his brother and they didn't take care of his family. Um, and Jerome and Louis, they ain't feeling that shit. Yep. Uh, they say after he's after he's Jerome basically said that after he find Peaches, he gonna find he gonna find Kane and he gonna kill him. Yeah. Um, and then Leon stepped in front of him. He's like, it ain't about that. It's about our people wiping out each other. The bodies in the street. Yeah, and all the black bodies in the street. Mm-hmm. Um, Leon really, like we could tell Leon really changed, especially like on the show. But later on when he talked to Kane, we find out like how much he changed. Because yeah. they kind of hinted at some stuff like in other episodes or whatever. But Kane kind of spelled it out. And I like the way they did that shit. Um even though they was on my bad side with that damn tiger shit. <laughs> um, so then we go to Parisa's and she's um, there with Teddy and Gustavo. He picking up Teddy um, and Teddy give her a bag. You know what I'm saying? He got the 500,000 on in it. Um, and he tell Gustavo to get the bricks from the kitchen and put them in the car. But before he do that, Parisa tell Gustavo that if Teddy leaves, um, his stitch is probably going to come apart and he at risk of getting infected. Um, and Teddy, he looked real bad. He like he looked bad in that scene, but later on he looked real bad. And I wonder if that gonna play a part in the storyline, him yeah. not taking care. Like, of almost like, it's almost like him and Franklin switch spots. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um. Damn, I lost my place. He, uh, um, she told him that if Teddy leave, his uh, stitches might rip and it might get infected. And then yeah. he told Gustavo to get the bricks out of the uh, from under the sink. Yeah. Oh yeah. And Parisa, she also tell Teddy that um she looked in his wallet. And she know that his real name is uh, Theodore, Theodore and not Tomas. Um, and so that was the end of that scene, Teddy Lee. But I had to shout out to Teddy and he had on them Carreras. You know what I'm saying? I got a couple pair of them too. Yeah. Shout out to him. Anyway, um, so the next scene, Franklin, he arrives at work. And he and Veronique, they discuss their deadline with the city. Because um, she was on the phone with them. Yep. Basically, they, she was. They had already missed the deadline, right? Uh, uh, it was coming up on the day I couldn't okay. uh, Maybe they did miss it But they was coming up on it And they needed an extension And she was talking to them She was basically making an excuse She was saying You know saying The money was coming from Like an international bank And mm-hmm. all this and that um, And she, But she told Franklin that um, It looked like bad business That they need an extension To show proof of funds mm-hmm. um, And if you ever bought a house That one of the parts of it Like you gotta show Where you got your money And all kind of shit like that So I guess yeah. that's you know what I'm saying? They buying a business, but a, you know, real estate property or whatever. But not real estate property, like a commercial property. Yeah, it's commercial property. Yeah. Commercial property, downtown so. commercial property. So that's the same thing. They got to show, yep, their money or whatever. Um, so they're going through that process. But um, Franklin asked, "Where's his mom?" Because that would be her being on the banks, asked to get them to do the do you know show the money or whatever. Um, but Veronique was like, she's having coffee with a friend, and Franklin like a friend, yeah. Um, he was like, "What friend?" And Veronique was like, "Don't worry about it. She'll handle the, the the bankers." Um, and she'll work work the phones, but she having a little complication. Seemed like she having cramps. Um, she telling that the doctor said um that between ten and twelve weeks, it's a delicate situation. 
and after twelve weeks, it's less chance of a um miscarriage of a miscarriage, and then they have a little little conversation, which I thought was kind of little little bit of shit was said in the conversation. Yeah, listen up, motherfuckers. Yeah, it's fine. This is how it goes. We just have to hope things are gonna work out how they're supposed to. What the hell is that supposed to mean? We're supposed to be having a baby. What you talking about? Franklin, we got a lot of stuff to deal with right now, okay? Who keeps paging you? Who is this? Teddy. CIA Teddy? Who's gonna end up killing you if the gangsters don't, Teddy? See, now you're starting to sound like my mother. You want to see your girlfriend upset? You compare her to your mother. I'm serious. Y'all two talking about this shit? Franklin, we're wasting time. And this deal is slipping away, and I've worked too hard, and I won't let that happen. So you take care of this, and I'll take care of my end. That was, uh, I ain't really wanting to type all that, but it, to me, they said a lot in that, like, the way she said that, you know, gangster, I mean, CIA Teddy, the one that'll kill you if, if the gangsters, if the gangsters don't. don't, and, um, him asking whether or not my mama been talking to you, like she planted the seed in her head, which she really did. But I thought it was um for him to pick up on that just by her saying that little bit of thing. Yeah, that was smart of him. So Frank and I always show he a little. I bit say, he's always kind of cunning, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And um, you know that's why he was so hard on himself um when the when the drop got hit because he's like I ain't see it coming. Mm-hmm. So he normally can pick up on little nuances and telltale signs. And if you remember, later on in the episode, um, there's a reason why I think he couldn't pick up on the uh, drop getting hit. We'll get to um, it. Yeah. Um, so then it's Gustavo and Teddy there in the um, parking garage, and they're waiting on Franklin. Um, and Teddy, he's talking to Gustavo. He He's wondering how they would have, how the person who hit him would have known all three locations of the drops. Right. If it wasn't an inside job. And all uh Gustavo could say is that um what did he say? He said something like, um, he couldn't know or wouldn't know, or I wouldn't know, or something like that. Yeah. And um and he basically said that he just told him Frank like after they got to the club or whatever, Franklin Mama cleaned his clean he was like his mom cleaned up clean me up. He was like, Whose mom? And he was like, His mom, and that's when Franklin was pulling up, getting out the car. Mm-hmm. Um and then Franklin, he gets there with his new detail, his new uh, security that he got from Avi. Yeah, um, from Masai. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the Masai. Yeah, um, former Masai. And then uh, him and him and Teddy have this back and forth. This is up, motherfuckers. And it's kind of long, but you know, pause. Bear, bear with us. Yeah, pause. Good pause. <laughs> what the fuck happened? It's that motherfucker Peaches gave us all up. It's an inside job. You didn't see that coming? Nobody saw it coming. God damn, that's sloppy as hell. Bottom line is, I'm taking care of it. We know what happened. By what? Like, we're bringing strangers to my drops? It's a form of massage. All right, up in the security. He spotted tail? He trained in counterintelligence? What's your background? Look, I get it. All right, this one's on me. I fucked up. But I'm gonna fix it. That's not something that I can trust anymore. So we gotta make a few changes around here. First, I'll set the meets from now on. I'll call you a few minutes before with time and location. And second, you will come alone. No one else. I need security. I'm your security. Why don't you send Elsa? I'll send one of my people. Because that's not what I'm telling you to do. You fucked up, I got shot. I will tell you how this goes from here on out. You hear me? And another thing is you get way too high profile for my taste. This real estate company of yours, you got some kind of prize from the city? Yeah, it's a legit business built for my mother's company. Right, and then there's your mother, who's back from Cuba, I hear. She decided it was Tom. That's not the deal. I know. My mother, the real estate business, is not connected to this. Nothing. Everything is connected! Open your fucking eyes, man! It takes one wrong person connecting your fucking real estate company to my business and we're fucked! It's all over! Pull out of the deal. No. It's too late for that. Draw too much attention. No more high-profile buys. You want to buy up the whole fucking ghetto, I don't care. Be my guest. But you will not make one more move that draws attention to the two of us. 
Is that understood? Uh, first of all, Teddy, who the fuck you think you're talking Teddy, to? Who the fuck, motherfucker? Watch your tone. Well, yeah, watch your tone. Um, you think Teddy's justified in his anger? Yeah. Oh, you think so? Okay. Cause we ain't had these problems before. Before he got exiled or whatever it was, mm-hmm. he ain't had these problems before. Now we just getting back rolling, and like like you said, he could have been killed. You know what I'm saying? He could have been killed. You know what I'm saying? And now, and I don't think he got a right to be mad about the 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 downtown purchase or trying to make that purchase because he knew that uh, Franklin and uh, what's the other guy name? Grady. Uh Grady. Yeah. Grady was already you know doing yeah he knew that real estate stuff yeah so um, yeah because they had that they had that deal at the beginning like before. Before they started, before he got back, they, mm-hmm. that did they already got awarded that deal. Yeah. yeah, so I don't think he. But again, like you said, you could buy up the whole fucking ghetto for all I care because nobody, anybody paid like attention that. to that. You know, I ain't like that. Yeah, of course, I know you did. You know what I'm saying because it's kind of like you saying buy up your shit. Yeah, you know what I'm saying, but y'all ghetto shit, nobody care about the ghetto. Yeah, but now you trying to buy shit downtown like that shit yeah. gonna cause attention to us. Like, yeah, you know what I mean, but that also is a way to say you can't. Cause that could be a play for for Franklin to get out. Mm-hmm. If that shit go good, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying. So I, I think he he justified his anger because yeah, I could have been killed. It was one of your people, so you know get your house in order. Like he always told him what it was episode two. Like get yeah, your get house in order. order. Yeah. So I think he justified being upset, but I do think he got a little carried away because you know. But then again, I think Franklin know who the fuck he talking to. Like if I see the wrong thing to this motherfucker, he got the ability to either ruin my business or kill me or get me missing. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? So. Shit, Franklin was like that dude that was um at the desk. Who you fitting to try? Who bitch it ain't me? Caps, caps, caps. That who that Franklin was like, yeah, fuck that. Cause his face was looking like he wanted to say some shit, yeah, but it's like he know he can't. Yeah, he know he can't. And he don't know whether or not also all the way on his all side. On the side. Yeah. And then you he know he was like, and then there's your mother that's back from Cuba that I hear. Yeah, you know what I'm saying like he know his mama wasn't supposed to come back. Mm-hmm. So he was like, that wasn't the deal. I know, I know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, I like that scene. Um, so then we got to get a scene of Jerome. He's going, he's at the VA and, uh, he's looking for pre- peaches and he bribes the lady at the desk, the secretary, whatever you call her. Receptionist. Receptionist. I was, bro, I was trying to think of that <laughs> word for so, yeah, the receptionist. Um, um, but while he does that, another vet notices him. Mm-hmm. Um, and she tells him, she doesn't tell him when he was there, but she does tell him. Yeah, she did. She, she said, did. She, she said, said it was here last week. Last week, okay. And she said that um, because he wanted a number or an address or yeah, anything. Yeah, she yeah. couldn't provide that, but she did say he was here to see Doctor Davis or Doctor Evans, something. The nigga doctor. Yeah, the nigga doctor down the hall. Yeah, one of them black last names, Green or Johnson yeah. or, you know, you know how you niggas do. Uh, Williams. Um, but she told him what doctor um, that he was there to see. So uh, Jerome goes and he. Talks to the doctor And while he's talking To the doctor Before he goes In the office um, Some people walk by And hit him With, with a, a gurney um, With a gurney Yeah mm-hmm. That reminded me Of like Sitting in the aisle seat In the uh, airplane And the ladies come by With the, um, with the cart. cart Yeah Nigga you ever They ain't got your knee yes, Oh my uh, god They don't yes, say I'm uh, sorry or nothing Them motherfuckers no, Just keep rolling They just look at me Like oops That shit be loud so, Boom I'm like god mm. damn Hit the sodas in that bitch Shaking it all Yeah um, So that the Hit, they hit his hand with the gurney, and it's the gurney that he, I mean, it's the hand that he um, broke on Buddy's face. Yeah. Um, and the doctor, he notices the pain, and he offers to uh, take a look at his hand. And uh, while he's looking at his hand, he asked Jerome how he broke it. He was like, was it uh, a wall of face? Mm-hmm. He's, he's like, like, what you mean? Well, you broke your foot, you broke two metacarpals. Mm-hmm. So that means either the wall or a face. So which one was it? Fish, so, uh, <laughs> fish. <laughs> so he was like, "Well, I can't do nothing for you. All I can do is put a splint on it." So he wrap it. And yep. He splint it, wrapped it. Um, and then the doctor, he was like, "Well, he described peaches to him or whatever." And then he was like, "Now I don't remember seeing him, but he recommended Jerome get some counseling because mm-hmm. he could, you know, what I'm saying he could tell Jerome been through some stuff, been through some." But things. he he thought he really was thinking Jerome was a vet. Hmm? He was thinking Jerome was a vet. Yeah, Jerome is a vet though. He is? Yeah, that's how he know Peaches. Him and Peaches was in Nam together. Oh, I, I ain't caught it, that. Yeah. Um. So he walks out. Now, did you notice when Jerome was walking down the hall, it was somebody walking behind him? I did, but I didn't pay attention. Yeah, the, 
each time I watched, I was like, oh shit, is that Peaches? Because the, the white guy, the whole time the white guy looked suspicious. Mm-hmm. Um, and so when the guy was walking behind him, like his he was like out of focus. Yeah. I thought it was Peaches. And then when the white guy called his name or whatever, you know what I'm saying? Then the guy comes into focus and he goes into the little room or whatever. Um, he's recognized Jerome was recognized by a guy named Oakley, who says he was with Peaches last week. Um and he rec- I think he knew him from like last year or something from a party. Yeah, a party, or yeah. Somebody fell in the pool. Yeah. Um and Oakley says he can take him to Jer- take Jerome to Peaches, but he you know what I'm saying, he's like, give me thirty minutes. Pe- Jerome wanna go session. right now. Yeah, he yeah, wanna finish but, his session. Yeah. Um so then we got a scene with Leon and he met up with Kane and he, they had Towns Burgers and I had to Google to see if that was a real place and it is. That fool look good, so I'm gonna have to go out there. It ain't too many stage restaurants in this on this show. Yeah. yeah, a lot of that shit is like mm-hmm. factual. Mm-hmm. Um, and Leon met him alone. Yep, and he, oh. he said you brave for coming alone, little Lee. Yeah, he said Lee, little Lee said I figure I could trust you. Yeah, he, he said we said no, uh, come alone and no guns. I figure mm-hmm. I could trust you. He said um, we'll see. Mm-hmm. So Leon he tells him what really happened with Kevin and Delroy. Basically, like you know, what I'm saying they ain't, they didn't mean to kill him. Um, and he also let him know if we hadn't stopped him. If we'd have killed that essay, he was an OG. He would have killed us and including you. Mm-hmm. And he said the prison he was at, but it sounded like a Mexican type of prison. But even though I know it wasn't in Mexico, but he just let it be known, like, then we probably saved your life too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because he said he could have got him in jail too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um and he said they yeah, he said they they fucked up back then, but now he fucked up too. Mm-hmm. Cause instead of coming at just Franklin and Leon came at the whole they came family. At the whole family. Yeah, they want blood, and they want blood. Um, and Kane, he talked about how. Uh, well, Leon told him how he looked up to him, and how he helped him get out of Wayside. I guess that's the jail or something. No, Wayside is their neighborhood. I think a Wayside is a neighborhood. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. But what what projects they in there? That's probably the name of the project. You know what I'm saying. Oh, okay. And um. Kane, he, this is where you find out like how Leon really was, cause he was like he told he told Leon that he had a temper, like real bad. He gave he had a name too, like no. Uh, Leon told him he was like, um, I always wanted to be like you, the way mm-hmm. the way you knew everybody. I always had a uh, pretty like, woman on your arm, and the way you cut up the business. I said, that's where I wanted to be, mm-hmm. but I always had that temper. I was getting in trouble and shit, and he was like uh, raging Leon, ra- raging lawless Leon, Leon. Uh-huh. couldn't tell you shit. And you saw a little bit of that a couple of scenes like when um I think Leon got into it with Man Boy before. Did Leon shoot somebody before he shot the little girl? He kind of shot somebody too or beat somebody ass, just jumped on somebody in the earlier season. I want to say we've seen the little pieces of, of Leon Temple like back before. Well, I mean, remember they shot the booty bandit. Remember he was like, Franklin would try to do it, but he couldn't do it. So Leon took the gun from him and finished oh, him off. Got it. The guy that had raped the little dude that had stole the money. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah the yeah. guy that had it in the trunk, and then you remember um, when they pulled up beside Scully homeboys, and they went to bashing next to each other with him and Fatback. Mm-hmm. And then remember he got out of the car to finish the job. So you know he, you know, um, and remember when Franklin first got robbed, Leon was from like, man, why you ain't called me on this shit? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And Franklin was like, you know, I want to make sure everything was good first. So he kind of always just been that one. Yeah, you mean when he got robbed? Um, when he was taking the shit to the club, the, uh, mm-hmm. Claudia. Claudia, yeah, yeah. she set him up. Oh, yeah, so he, oh, she set him up. Yeah, she set him up. Oh, okay. Damn. Okay, that makes sense too. Um, but he went gangster when Lil D wanted when Lil, when, Lil, when Big Dion wanted some action with him. Yeah, he was. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. He was smart. Um, Kane tell, tells him that he treated him like family, and Leon's like, you know, what I'm saying I'll never forget that. And he offers him a deal, basically tell him he, you know what I'm saying, he'll make a lot of money. Yep. Um just the opportunity to get your family right. But Kane, he was like, damn, I thought it'd be Franklin coming to try to do business and try to make peace. Yep. Um uh, but he recognized that Leon really been through it. Um he, I guess he can see the change in him. Um What you when when he told him that, um, when he told him that you really been through it, what you think he was talking about when he said that? What came to your mind? I don't know what Kane was thinking, but in what part of my mind was when Leon killed the little girl. Yeah, that's what came up in my mind too. Yeah. That's what that's the first thing I thought about because 
that the face acting on this show real good, mm-hmm. and his face kind of changed. He looked—I can't think of the word for it—but he just looked kind of not solemn, but he looked. Um, you can feel something in his. You can feel something in his face. With like that's still fucking with him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, and that's the first thing that came. And mind. you gotta remember, even even good. because of that, is why his right hand man Fatback got killed. Yep, that is right. Yeah. So all that on him. Yep. Yeah. So Leon tells him that um, they can squash the beef right now if Kane really want to take care of his family. Um, this is the way. You ever watched the Mandalorian? No. Oh, that's a phrase they say all day. This is the way. Anyway, some nerds don't know what the fuck I'm talking about. <laughs> um, so Jerome, he's still out with Oakley. Mm-hmm. Um, he's still at the uh, VA place or whatever. And he's sitting in, in a group session with some other war vets. Um, and then there's one guy um, that I thought was Peaches earlier. You did? Yeah, well, I thought it was coming, like, walking behind him or whatever. I thought it was oh. Peaches until he got closer in the focus. Because Peaches used to wear, because the dude had on, like, a green vest and a black T-shirt, and Peaches used to wear shit like that. I think right. they did that shit on, on purpose. Probably did. Yeah. Um, but he's telling his experience in Vietnam and how, basically, he was saying he never left Houston. And um, his first week in Nam, he... Uh, had to kill three people and how for the rest of the time they were there, they basically was getting hunted down by the, um, Viet Cong or whatever the people yeah, was called. Viet Cong. Yeah. Um, and they were getting hunted down and killed one by one. How even years later, he's still so angry all the time. And Jerome, he's listening in and he's, you could tell he getting emotionally yeah. emotional. Um, like I, I got, when you, I know you, you talk about you was in the military, but you was like on the ship. So yep. you ain't never really had to get Nah I ain't never really had to get Like boots on the ground no. Yeah Was you in when like It was war going on and shit? Oh yeah Hide it, like, I ain't gonna say the height But like one of the highest points of the war Afghanistan jump Afghanistan Iran Iraq Oh okay Yeah I got some homies They was over there too They can't really Like one of them for sure He can't Like if it's like a war movie or something mm-hmm. I don't know about now I think he might have gone to counseling and shit But like one time he was like He was um In the movies It was like some kind of war scene In the movie Mm-hmm. And he was crying like he was crying so bad till like when the movie was old, people was coming up to him like consoling him and all kind of shit. You know what I'm saying? So um, yeah. them them people really be going through it. Yeah, they can't be around sudden loud noises mm-hmm. and certain like I remember one guy I was talking to a vet and he was talking about how um, he was in a Humvee, I think it was, and they got hit by like a, a missile or you know what I'm saying IED or something. Mm-hmm. And the, one of the people inside was on fire, was burning. You know they couldn't save him. So he's like now anytime he passed by like a, a meat shop or somewhere like somebody cooking, he's like it's, it's a certain smell that triggers him back to how that, that person body that was on fire was it's smelling. The flesh burning. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, he's like, crazy. like when he smells certain shit, it triggers him back to that. You know what I'm saying? That's crazy. So it's like there's some people that's really fucked up, man. Mm-hmm. And like my man say, he angry all the time. So that's my, that's why a lot of people be angry all the time. They got some trauma they're going through. Yeah, but you know, like like we were saying on another on another episode, you know, sometimes we feel like it's hard for us to go seek seek help. Some of us feel mm-hmm. like you know we too masculine to go get help or seek help. Mm-hmm. Kind of so, like um, like Jerome when the doctor said it. You know what I'm saying? Jerome was like, "No, nah, I'm good" or whatever, and then mm-hmm. he just tried to give him some bread and walk out. But yeah, um, so yeah, so you could tell that in that in that scene, his eyes was watering. Well, up. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, so in the car ride to find Peaches, Oakley tells Jerome that um, basically he was like the, the therapist's court mandated and a part of his probation. He was like, if you tell the judge you got PTSD or whatever, they'll look out for you or whatever. And mm-hmm. Jerome was like. Some of the niggas ain't faking it. Mm. <laughs> 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 yeah, so uh, they get to the place. And uh, he tells Jerome he can, you know what I'm saying, hang out in the garden or whatever. Um, but before they walk in, Oakley asks him for $100. No, asking for some scratch Some scratch Yeah Yeah He's like I need a hundred dollars Cause What he say You you can't walk in empty handed Or something like that No he said I know that Um, And this one Jerome should have picked up On what was going on with Peaches But this is what he said He said I know He called Peaches by a real name Which I forgot what his real name was Deshaun or something like that Yeah He's like He's not gonna open the door For just anything And my connect here Gets his um Smack Smack directly from Thailand Or some shit mm-hmm. like that He said So he was basically going to buy a fix mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying So that when I, That when I was like Jerome ain't picking up On what going on Cause like When he said Peaches ain't gonna open the door For just anything Or anybody In my mind like, he, You gonna get some dope You gonna tell Peaches 
We about to down get rat. Mm-hmm. But was he? At, he wasn't at. Pe- he wasn't. He didn't say Peaches gonna open the door. He said Peaches' real name. No, no, no. But he, didn't he say uh somebody else though? I thought he said whoever at that place. Cause he was gonna buy some dope from some from uh he was gonna buy the dope and then he was gonna go to where he thought Peaches was and whoever house that was was he, gonna let him in. Either way, that's when Jerome should start so picking up on yeah. yeah that Peaches was a junkie. Yeah. Um. So then it goes to it goes to another scene with Sissy at the office, um, rubbing them dogs. Yeah. Matter of fact, before we before we leave, so Jerome he's sitting out in the um in the uh, garden by the little water by, by the, the water. fountain. Uh, yeah, and in, in a little koi pond. Um, and his eyes welling up. I, I think he even cried like the tears. Yeah, out, yeah. So. I think what what did drop. You know, what I'm saying he. Mm-hmm. I think he kind of reflecting like you know little scenery like that. Sometimes is just peaceful. Yep. You know what I'm saying sometimes that shit just kind of overcome you and you got to think about. He probably thinking like how Peaches done fucked him over, mm-hmm. and then you go to this vet meeting, and now you hear about how this guy was frustrated, always angry, and lately Jerome been angry because he feel like a lot mm-hmm. of this fell on him. Mm-hmm. So he probably and then, reflected, and and it might be residuals from the war too. Cause he was in Nam too, so yeah. But up until now, he he was never seen in the light like that where he yeah. was having like PTSD, or whatever. I think now all the shooting, all the shooting, this shit that going on. Somebody really tried to take his life, and you know, what I'm saying yeah, and that just happened. That just happened. Yeah. So I think now that kind of just hitting him. Mm-hmm. Um. So then we go to a scene uh, with Sissy, like you said, she was rubbing the dolls at the office. Um. And Franklin's asked if, if she said something to V. And uh, she basically say something like she feel like she went behind her back, and then they have this uh little back and forth. Listen up, motherfuckers. Did you say something to her about what? Teddy. All of this other life. I did. Which was what you should have said from the start. You have a problem. You come to me, okay? You don't just go behind my back. Behind your back. Mm-hmm. What would have happened if she had gotten shot? Or worse? She needs to face that reality. You do too. What are you doing to me? I'm trying to help you, Franklin. But for some reason, you want to keep me at arm's length. You listen to me. You want to help me? Help take the burden off my shoulders? Then help with the downtown property. Help with this. Help with the banking. Help keep the peace instead of making everything worse. All I had to say to Franklin after he talked to his mama like that yeah. was, you get too big for your britches. Fuck wrong with you, bro? <laughs> That's what I had to say to that nigga. <laughs> um, Classic. Yeah. Um, did it, you don't talk to your mama like that, Franklin. Yeah, no. Drug kingpin or not. I don't like that shit. That's what that money do, man. That's that money talk. I don't think it that money, man. It had always been in him, man. Hmm? It always been in him to talk to be disrespectful to his mama. No, he was always disrespectful to Alton. He wasn't really never disrespected to Sissy. Now he used to talk to Alton any type of way. He, but it what then he he kind of fussed at her that time when she didn't want to quit the job or something. He was like, You ain't making no money or something, something, something. Yeah, but he was kind of like trying to convince her more so than like talking shit to her. This time he was he was acting like she was his employee, which she is. Yeah, she is, and she should have stayed her ass in there. Um, yeah, cute, cute, that. Yeah, but I think you know, after, you know, she got her own agenda though. But see, I think that added to what she, something that happened later on in the episode too. Mm-hmm. Um, I know where you're going with it. Yeah. Um. So then Louis uh meets with Buckley at a, at this new spot, and he kind of knows it. Like, yeah, this is a new spot means something different going on or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, she gives him. Um, basically give him the name and location of Kane. But that's what I think she give him anyway. Um, but she don't want him to get arrested. She want Buckley to kill him. She basically mm-hmm. put a hit out on him. Uh, he said it going to cost her, and she offers him, they go back and forth, and basically she offers him $150,000 to kill Kane. Um, and then that's what Buckley says. He'll look into it. Buckley, got to be one of the dirtiest cops ever. I think it was a couple. Back back during that time, but I'm just saying like it's so it's like you know the the cover up for drugs and all kind of shit like that to be but to be a damn hired hit man, you know it's a whole uh, mafia story about these two cops in New York that it was hired hit man for the mob. 
Oh, and, for real? and they claim they was the most corrupt cops they think in American history. Ever? Yeah. Do you? I think. I think I might have heard about them. Yeah, it was two New York cops. They'll come pick you up, and you thinking you know you get picked up for a charge or something. They'll take you to like one of those banner. Was um, it like 155th precinct or something like that? Was that the name? Something of it? like that. Yeah. Okay. I but think this I, was actually like one of them American, like America's Most Gangster, or something like that. One of them series that come out, and it'd be like you know about Genovese or Al, Al Capone. So they had their own American Most Gangster episode. Like, yeah, but it, they had a um. It was a. I think it's on Netflix. It's called like 55th precinct, 155th or something. And they, I, I want to say they was in that precinct. I think now, nah, y'all, it could it, be. I, I can't remember, but it was definitely two New York cops, and they basically was just like hit men for the mob. Where maybe I'm thinking about something totally separate. If y'all seen the documentary I'm referring to, email us. Let us know. DJBladeShow at gmail dot com. Um. So Teddy and Gustavo, they're at their warehouse with all their drugs and shit, and Teddy shows him all of his surveillance equipment. Um. Basically, he want to bug Franklin, and he br- blames. The hit on Franklin getting lazy, um, but this just confirms to Gustavo mm. that Franklin wasn't tripping when he, he said that to him the last episode. Uh, yeah. Um, and Teddy apologizes to uh, Gustavo for leaving him during the shootout, but I don't think I don't think Gustavo buying that shit. No, nah, he ain't. No. Yeah. Because if you was gonna bug him, why not tell him you was gonna bug him? If like if you was gonna bug Gustavo, why not tell him? I mean, if you was gonna bug Franklin, why not tell, tell Gustavo? Gustavo? Yeah, yeah. Um, and and he trying to get him to help him do the sneaky shit. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, this is a two man job on some of these or whatever. Um, back at the office, sissy, she still got the pen that uh, what was my man name? Ruben. That Ruben gave her. Yeah. Um, and she looking into Franklin Franklin's office like she, you know, what I'm saying contemplating. She considering it, yeah. Putting it in. You don't talk to me like that, motherfucker. Mm-hmm. Who, you, who the fuck you think you is? Fix your ass. So the next scene is um, Leon and Franklin telling Jerome and Louis that uh, they made a deal with Kane. Yeah. And they ain't too pleased about that shit. Yeah, uh, I think they said um, ten keys a week or something like that. Yeah, they can get him ten keys a week, and she ba- she was like, uh, oh, oh so you, you got to make money now. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He's like making the world go round, mm-hmm. and you know, damn. At that point is when you know um, they looking at it as like, how you gonna bring a nigga in that try to kill us? Mm-hmm. So then, um, you know, Louis was like, well, what if he don't stay on the um, on the straight and narrow? I told him I wipe out his whole family, whatever, whatever. And they not feeling it at all. Nah, they not. They not feeling it at all because I mean, we ain't. Got, they don't. Get, like Franklin told him earlier, like if it was anybody else. I buried them And everybody they fucking love But I can't Cause it's Kane Cause so they, Kane. Them two got a sentimental Connection with them And they feel like They owe them cause of Kevin Cause of Louis, Kevin. And, Louis and, and Jerome They ain't connected to Kevin They ain't connected to Kane yep. So like Kane, and, man. Yeah the Kane man. And he tried to kill us Like fuck yeah, that And, yeah. and now you about to put them on With the same shit Which is what Franklin did To Black Dallas I mean Black Dallas and Diamond mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying Black Diamond and Dallas I'm sorry <laughs> Same thing <laughs> yeah. after, after they done shot Louis they, yeah, and they actually shot Louis. They too. actually shot Louis, and then Franklin gave him a job. And yeah. you remember Jerome was like, you know, what I'm saying I wouldn't hide your ass. It was up to me. You know, what yeah. I'm saying so. Now here, he, here Franklin is again, going to hire the motherfucker that's a, that's a threat to us. And they might not be a threat. They just needed to make it right. Cause he even our uh, Kane said it like, why y'all ain't made it right? He was like, I was in jail. Yeah. You know, what I'm saying I was in I was in jail. I locked up. You know, what and, what I'm saying? and and that's how they looking at it. But you know, damn. That's how Franklin and Leon looking at it, but you know, Louis, I'm not gonna look at that. This nigga took a shot at us, and then Jerome looking at it like you took a shot at my sister too. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So, so you know, when they when they leave there, that's when you know uh, Louis is not meeting um, Buckley at a bar. You know what I'm saying? And, you know, Buckley walk in, he's like, uh, "Sexy Louis, sexy Louis." That was the last scene, ain't it? I got something for you. No, that that was that the last scene when they met was when she told him she slid him to the paper of the name of the person and the address, and he was mm-hmm. like, "I look into it." And then, you know, this time, he's like, I got something for you. She's like, what you got for me? He's like, your boy ain't even hiding. You know what I'm oh, saying? Oh, this is another thing. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah he's yeah, like, yeah. your boy ain't even hiding. And she was like, he's like, well, can you do it? And she was like, yeah, it's going to take us some time, you know what I'm saying, to, you know, figure out his routes and where he go and who his people is. But it's doable, very doable. He's like, but you only got to answer one question. She's like, what's that? He's like, once you put this button, once you press this button and put it in motion, mm-hmm. are you sure this is what you want to do? Mm-hmm. Cause once it's done, it can't be undone. So you know, she she looks away and she thinks about it. And you just hear a real low say, "Do it." Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And that scene cut because now in her mind, she's thinking, 
to me, she's thinking like Franklin and, and Leon didn't give a fuck that these motherfuckers tried to kill us and they want us to befriend this nigga after, you know, the whole black Dallas and Diamond shit. So I'm handling this shit how I want to handle it. Because you know how many times Franklin went and did that to them? You know what I'm saying? Oh, like, 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 even when he shot uh, the cop. You know what I'm saying? There was oh, uh, 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 Andre. Andre, the same shit when, um, you know what I'm saying? Like, this is every motherfucking thing else. Uh huh. You know what I'm saying? And you know, I always say Louie always be trying to run some shit on her own, you know what I'm saying, on the side. So, you know, this this her play. Yeah, and I don't think this is a good play. Yeah, because they got shot at, but Franklin Mama got shot at. Mm-hmm. And his baby mama got shot at too. But, but see, this is also kind of satisfying what Buckley wants from her too. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. You know what I'm yeah. saying? It's also kind of satisfying. And it, it's not like, you remember now, when they first met with Franklin and Leon, Leon said, We're not about to get some dirty ass cop. Uh, to kill to kill the band that practically raised us. Uh huh. You know what I'm saying? So they, they already done said they it wasn't with that. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So now, nah, but she go she done set it in motion. Yep. And it gonna look bad on them because they set up a deal. Mm-hmm. Now he gonna be looking. He gonna they set up a deal with a dude. So now his guards down, mm-hmm. and now they gonna send the cops to kill him. Yep. So and then um then you know that that's that's when they leave that scene and now uh Louis and Jerome are are together. And they're mm-hmm. talking, and then you know. Um, well, we got the other scene before that. Which one? The one with uh, when um, Oakley take Jerome to the uh, to the to the to the house. Oakley take Jerome to the house. Yeah, he take Jerome to the. Uh, oh, the white boy. The, yeah, yeah, yeah. To, to the crack house. To you the, know what I'm saying? And, you know, he knocking the door. He said it must be out already. What the whole time? I didn't trust this dude. I I I I, I trusted him, but I really I really didn't think. I really felt like he was giving him the runaround. Like he probably knew peaches for real. You know, some people would have thought. He ain't no peaches, but he just saw a nigga plot some money at the damn clinic. Let me try to get some money out of this nigga. I think he knew peaches, but you know, say so I don't think he. I think he knew he wasn't gonna be where he was going. I thought he was setting up. I thought he was setting up Jerome. Nah, the whole time I did. Dr- yeah, I could see why he would have thought that. Yeah, until they walked in the house and junkies everywhere. Yeah, they everywhere. Yeah, junkies everywhere, and then you know now Jerome put the gun on the, at the back of his head, mm-hmm. and yeah. he's like, man, what the fuck going on? And Jerome telling, you think you can run the game on me, nigga? Mm-hmm. I am the fucking game. Now where the fuck Peaches at Fire start shooting around this motherfucker And yep. you know He was like you know, yeah. He's like Was Peaches ever here He's like Yeah he used to be all the time Yep So he yeah. was part of the setup He was yeah. part of the setup You know what I'm saying So then when he kicked him And then uh, The other guy stood up He was like Was Peaches ever Do Peaches be here Somebody better start talking You know the yeah. guy said something about He said if he put He was able to put off He had to run He said something about Thailand Then my man in the back But I was like Oh Burma Burma yeah yeah <laughs> So so now this nigga don't know if that one telling the truth or the oh, other one telling mm-hmm. the truth. And then, you know, my man kind of make a little uh, subtle noise that's sitting down beside Jerome. Jerome look at him. You know, he finished shooting up his little last little bit of hair on and, you know, going his little dope fiend lean. And now Jerome got another, I guess, epiphany moment mm-hmm. where he get teary-eyed. And he's like, some bitch. Yep. You know and what I'm saying? Him. And he's like, Peter's got, so he said, Peter's goddamn junkie. <laughs> he said, you didn't know? You know what I'm saying? But, I didn't see it. We all thought the motherfucker had COVID or AIDS or was on the shit. But he probably do got AIDS. From sharing needles. From sharing needles. Mm-hmm. And all that sniveling shit, he probably was sick. He might have been going through withdrawals. Cause he been on he probably was on Franklin so long mm-hmm. he couldn't go get his high. Yeah. So he was on him and Franklin cut him loose. And then he went to get hot, got high, and then he set the shit up. Yeah. And then um so after Jerome realized, you know, that, okay, Peaches was a fucking junkie. Now we go to the scene with him and Louie. Mm-hmm. But that go to something that I said, maybe that's why Franklin couldn't see it because you can't, a dope, like, crackheads, dope fiends, mm-hmm. them motherfuckers be acting all wild and irrational. Right. And you you might not be able to pick up on that. Peaches was holding his in the road. Hmm? Peaches was holding his in the role Like you couldn't Like most crackheads or, or, or dope fiends Like you said They give some type of indications Whether it's they teeth fucked up Or they always late for yeah. work Or they twitching Or you know what I'm saying Or the, the, the tracks in their arms But like you said it's, Peaches always wore long sleeves I can't remember one scene Where I saw Peaches With, with, a, with a short sleeve shirt Now that we done find out That he a junkie mm-hmm. I said I can't think of no scene Where Peaches had on a short sleeve shirt But anyway So now you know Jerome talking to Louie Will it go to a scene with um Parisa Fixing up Teddy Oh yeah That was Yeah yeah. She was like I know you're liking me back And to run And take yeah. run and, But then that when she said He said But you know Your husband was there You remember that part Because yeah. she's like She thought I always wondered Were you going to act on it Or were you mm-hmm. going to try something And he mm-hmm. was like He said the guy name Said uh, he was there mm-hmm. And she was like So And um, She was like He's like Do you think you're ever going to go back 
And she's like, no, I like it here. Like, here I'm somebody there. You know, I hated it for two years. Da, 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 da. And then um, she she said, you might think I'm, you think I'm crazy. No, he, she said, even though you could be an asshole. And he said, you could be a bitch. And she said, but you like it, don't you? And then she cuffed them balls. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. She said, you do, don't you? She's like, um, let's have some fun. You know, like I tell my stitches. Or he said, I rip my stitches or something mm-hmm. like that. But he he grabs it, he gets to it. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Like I saw that coming because she was just so persistent on being like so attracted to him. I, I, mm-hmm. I just didn't know if he was gonna act on it. But as we see, he done act, especially when she when he's about to leave with Gustavo, and she was like, "See you later," or "I see you soon." Mm-hmm. So because remember, she asked her like, "I wonder why you keep coming back." And you know, you could do this yourself when she was changing the bandage. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. So that was not kind of like either he trying to play her close to the vest to see what what she gonna do, or he really fucking with her. Um. So now are we at, at Jerome and um <laughs> at Jerome and uh Louis? Uh hold up. Yeah, in the club. Yeah, in yep. the club, Jerome and Louis. So so now um Jerome uh tell um He said he ain't interested in no He ain't interested in no deals and mm-hmm. then um she says, Well, if you want me to go through with the Buckley thing, I won't. And he said, Just go do what you're gonna do. I told I'm, you I'm here to protect you. Now, I'm gonna protect you. Mm-hmm. And she was like, well, I thank you. And she said, I'm sorry about Peaches. Um, I'm sorry about Peaches and, you know, nobody who, who would have known. But now it makes sense because if if I was on the needle and I saw Franklin kill Rob, I'd start making my exit plan too. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So um, that's when Jerome was like, you know, I got to I gotta get back on my shit. You know what I'm saying? I got to get back on my shit. Jamming Jerome was supposed to be the beginning of something, not the ending. I got to connect back with my people. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Put businesses for us in our neighborhoods. And I got to get back on my shit. And she was like, well, you know, I'm with you. As long as you don't want to run off to Thailand or Burma <laughs> to find peaches. And that nigga busts out with the, well, we could do our honeymoon there probably, huh? She's like, honeymoon? Mm-hmm. That nigga got on that knee. I said, oh, shit. Yep. Here it is. And he's, he's like, I know what I want. And, and that, go ahead. Oh, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. No, he's like, I, I, I know what I want. I know what I want to do. And baby, you at the top of that list. And I need you. Luann. This nigga know the whole shit. Keep going. I'm loving it. Luann. I'm literally watching it while you say it. So go ahead. Luann, will you marry me? She she tells me yes. And then you know. Um So so that's something to well, I don't know if you is more to this scene. Nah. So that's something too in the in the Last scene when she meet with Buckley, mm-hmm. he notices that she got the ring on. And the next scene. That's the next scene. That's the next scene. Okay. Yeah. That's the next scene. So, you know what? So we was out of order. Mm-hmm. So the Buckley scene happened next because Buckley was like, You forgot to tell me something? And she was like, What? Yeah. And he looked at the ring. She was like, Oh, yeah. He's like, Congratulations, motherfucking lace. And then he was like, I thought, um, I thought I y'all were already married. Yeah. yeah. She was like, And she looked at him like, Nigga, please, you don't mean congratulations. She was like, No, no, I'm serious. Love is a beautiful thing. Mm-hmm. Me and me and my ex wife had, had a good couple years. Mm-hmm. And plus, I think married women are even sexier. She was like, The job, Buckley, the job. Mm-hmm. So that's when he told her, like, You know, you could do it, but once it starts, it can't get undone, whatever, whatever. So after we, I believe, after we leave the Club scene with Louie and Jerome. Now is when we back at the office. Back at the office, um, with Veronique and Franklin, and, right? And Franklin, uh huh. Yeah, and they're, and they're talking about, um, you know, him talking to his mother and all that again, right? Or no? Was well, they talking about? about? Um, they basically can make the deal. Um, he's saying he gonna lock everything in till they get safe or whatever, and have them basically her staying at a better spot. So before, so she'll be safe. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, that's that's. Yeah, he asking how the cramps are. How the, the cramps, cramps are. yeah. How you feeling and all that. And she basically let him know, like, handle your shit and I got this shit. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Um, what went too much of that scene? You know, they, they conversation been a little uh, iffy lately. Cause, you know, they ain't seen that. Because you remember she mm-hmm. always said, you say you're going to protect me. I don't feel protected. So, mm-hmm. you know, she kind of want to fall back. He want to keep his family. So, you know, they ain't really seeing eye to eye right now. Mm-hmm. I, I doubt they even stand together right now. Probably no. I don't think she because he said something about them being at the other, her being at the other spot. So mm-hmm. I don't think they're living together. Yeah, so they ain't seeing eye to eye. And I believe next is the scene with with Teddy and uh, the agent that can't that works for Half Maya. Uh, yeah, yeah. So he's um, Teddy asked him, you know, what type of work you do for Half Maya. He said he do a lot of uh, discreet, off the book work. Mm-hmm. And he said, um, well, what if I have an asset that I needed to sever ties with? How would that work? And uh, he lets me know that he would need all wire transfers, every transaction, all valid, all validated uh, 
IDs, you know, basically saying, you know, uh, he's like, what you do? He's like, I create a, he said, I create a bunch of accounts beforehand that I would be able to transfer all these money to. So basically, what he's trying to do, and this, my opinion, what he's doing, he's trying to sever any type of financial ties with Franklin. Franklin uh-huh. Because remember, he told me, like, if anybody found out that your business is connected, find out your real estate business is connected to my business, we all fuck. Mm-hmm. So let me go ahead and sever these ties and any type of, you know, shit like that. And, um, Franklin, I mean, Teddy already about to do the bug, try to bug the car and the mm-hmm. office and all that. Now you about to sell a ties. I think he'll set up, frankly, get arrested. I mean, that's the way the true story goes, but yeah, <laughs> we don't know if it's gonna be this season. Uh, that's why I don't, I don't. So it's three episodes left. Well, I'll, I'll get to the end and then we'll get to the end and then um, we there. It ain't nothing after that. Mm-mm. Oh yeah, because the last scene was the scene with um the Buckley scene. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We kind of uh, it's a little over the place. We're not no, we're not over the place. We just had that. That was the only scene that was out of order. Yeah. Um. Oh, but the last scene was um Jerome going back to, going I back guess to his, his old, old crib. That's, yeah. No, that was his crib. His old house. That's his old house. Yeah. Because yeah. you remember, dudes right uh doing the bench press. Mm-hmm. That's Jerome used to always be lifting his weights at. So he probably once him and Louis got got that good money, he probably told one of the homies like, "Man, yeah, just keep my spot, man. Mm-hmm. Make sure nobody breaking my shit." So you, he, like you say, he he got to reconnect. He said he had to reconnect back with his shit with his people. So maybe he feel like let me get off the fucking house on the hill and come, come back, back in the hood. Uh-huh. So yeah, so that was the end of the episode. But I was gonna say something about uh, I didn't want to jump ahead. But oh, but I I don't I don't see it going too much past. Well, we got three ep- episodes left, but I don't know if it'll go past. I guess it got to go past this season, but I don't think it can go too far past next season, unless unless they do a spinoff. Which I don't know what what type of spinoff they'll do, but as far as if if he about to Frank Frank if he about to set Franklin up, I think it's coming to a uh, end. Coming yeah. to end. Um, because after that, like, what really happened outside of higher gang violence once the real free Ricky Ross got set up and went to prison? Like, yeah, well, I, well, I'm sure it was another like big time person that was there and stepped up, or whatever, mm-hmm. but it wasn't the same level. Yeah, and and it wasn't for. That reason Yeah You know what I'm saying It just was selling dope Just yeah. selling dope You know mm-hmm. Franklin Was in it He wasn't in it To fund the war But you know That was just The reason why he was getting What he was getting Able to get it Because they needed it To fund the war So you know The next person that come along They ain't thinking about that mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And um, They might Like you said It might be a spinoff Like it could Like that may, might be the thing To sever ties with Louis Cause Like, like we talked about Earlier in this episode Like um they didn't like the shit that Franklin was doing as far as doing business with Kane. Mm-hmm. So I think that that gonna start them to sever ties, and that might be the thing to have them have they spin off in Arkansas. Arkansas. Yeah, that's so, what I was thinking too. Yeah, I was thinking that. So um, that's it for this episode, y'all. Uh, well, the recap part. Yep. You know, we're getting uh, you know, what I'm saying our parts of who we think won, lost. Who we most identify with, and um, the more things change, the more they stay the same. And um, oh, one question I had though before, because they never really spelled it out. But you think Peaches and Kane was working together, or do you think it was just coincidence that all that happened at the same time? Well, Franklin told Teddy. Well, did he tell Louis them? He said that he don't think Kane even know about the money part. He did, he really just think that damn uh, Peaches just put him on to the drops, because yeah. you know, because you know he probably felt bad about the Kev shit too. You know what I'm saying? Because we don't know why we don't know why he would go to him, but maybe he also thinking if I steal this money and I tell him where the drops at and he killed Franklin, I don't got to worry about them coming after me. Oh yeah, because I was I was like, because when Franklin said something about Peaches when they had met up. He he, he he kind of glossed over that question. Yeah, yeah. he ne- like he never acknowledged it really. You know what I'm saying? So that's had me thinking like, damn, maybe he didn't even know Peaches. Maybe he was just watching them, mm-hmm. and he realized Peaches was gone. Now it's time to hit. You know what nah, I'm saying? Peaches so, put him on on the drops, thinking once I get this money and they they get killed. Because if I just kill Franklin, how no Jerome and Louis ain't gonna come after me. Mm-hmm. But if I kill Franklin, Jerome and Louis and Leon, and Leon. ain't nobody gonna come after me. But all yeah. all attempts fail. You know what I'm saying? That's why buddy's like, next time I'm going to have better people. Mm-hmm. Damn, I wonder where, where Peach is at. Th- uh, Thailand or Burma. <laughs> <laughs> but where he going to go with all that cash? 
How you gonna get all that cash across? Man, Peach is somewhere dead overdosed. I could believe that. Peach is somewhere dead overdosed. Peach is Peach is probably in Dallas, Texas. Probably. Um, who you think won this episode? If I if I had to choose, I I would want to say Teddy. Mm. Why you say Teddy? Because he's kind of getting. Why he's so? If you notice, he's trying to take over control of the drops, telling Franklin to come along because mm-hmm. he don't trust him, mm-hmm. and he don't trust him because he's like he's getting sloppy, he's getting lazy, mm-hmm. and at the same time, he's also starting to distance himself from Franklin. Mm-hmm. So it's almost like he's um, seeing the writing on the wall before it get too bad. It's like like he's doing preventive maintenance before it get too bad. So that's why I say you know, and he got us mad too. Yeah, okay, and that's who I think won. Pressel. Parissa won. She got a five hundred thousand. Mm-hmm. Got her some mad, got her some dick. Got her some dick. And damn Teddy gonna come through whenever. Yeah, and I'm about to say and, and she might have got her position in in the in the organization. organization. Yeah. Yep. So I think that's who I think won. That's a good one. Um who you think lost? Jerome. You think Jerome lost? Why? Because I I, I still think he's like emotionally hit. Like he's drained emotionally, like you know, all these it's different scenes where he was crying. You know what I'm saying? Like he overwhelmed. Like so, not saying like he lost, lost, but I just felt like he's at he was at his breaking point. Uh, I don't know. I think that's a part of him healing, though. It is. And in order to heal first, you got to hurt first to be able to heal. I think he's been hurting all this time, my brother. And I and now because he's healing, now he' about to get back to I think being on some yeah, so on some. Back in the hood, can you remember that's what killed the beef between Big Dion and um and not yeah Big, Big Dion D. and Leon mm-hmm. was that he went in the hood and yeah. threw that fucking barbecue. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Niggas would have respected that. They squabbling now, boy. Hey, yeah. They squabbling now. Yeah, that nigga funny. Yeah, when he put that up, I thought he was talking about um the Oscar shit. See, I still think that way he was talking okay, about. Okay, okay, I, I just wanted to make sure. Yeah, I still think that way. Because it about. came out the same, it was like that same night, ain't it? Yep. Yeah, that's that was funny. But um Right on time too. Yeah. See, I think in Franklin, they always have Franklin losing most of the season. Yeah. And I think Franklin losing, like he he because I saw scenes the next episode or whatever. Mm-hmm. And I think the shit with him and Louie and to Jerome, that shit gone. So they lost that part. He lost that. Um his mama. Look like she gonna, she gonna betray him. Yeah, he lost that. His girl left. Yeah, she kind of still there, but yeah, you're right. She left. And Teddy, Teddy him and Teddy left. used to be. You know what I'm saying? Teddy had a little. It was a different type of relationship Teddy had with him. Like they was tired, and Teddy kind of looked out for he used him. To give him advice. And yep. Little little drop little jewels on him. But now it's strictly business. Yep. So I think he lost. Um, who you who you most identify with? I'm gonna say I'm gonna say Jerome just me being a vet. Mm. Um, like I said, I, I wasn't never boots on the ground and was like in the trenches for war, but I did miss events and things that happened while I was deployed. Mm-hmm. So like I had like a, a cousin get killed at um down in South Carolina State Damn. that I, I I missed out on and couldn't fly home for the funeral because he wasn't mm-hmm. in immediate family immediate family. Mm-hmm. Um, some other people passed away. I missed like, you know, graduation or birthdays and things I, I normally would have been around for. So especially with my cousin passing, it would, like it's it, it, it hurts because there's nothing you could do about it. Mm-hmm. So the way he was reflecting on, you know, and it, it was certain things that happened, like, you know, we came across a, a small like a fishing boat that was in our way and we was about to shoot on it, uh open fire on it because they wouldn't get out of our path because it was a ship in the Navy USS Cold that a uh, a fishing boat ran in the side of them, but they had um, dynamite on the on the ships. So when it hit the side of the ship, it exploded a big hole in the side of. Is that the shit in Mogadishu. That was the shit you talking about. I don't know. I don't know where it was at, but oh. it definitely was a naval ship. So, you know, it's little shit like that. You know, what I'm saying we had some people that fell over the side of the boat. And damn, while you was on that shit. Yeah, we had we had a, a, a person that killed itself. Um, so you know, it, it fought with you. Yeah, I mean, it fucked with you. Uh, but it, I probably don't fuck with you to the extent what the Vietnam vets went through. But it's, it's still, I've reflected back. I remember one guy, he passed out while we was running our PT test. We was running our mile and a half. He passed out, collapsed. Everybody thought he was just dehydrated. He died that night. Damn. You know what I'm saying? So 
I reflect it sometimes, you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying, when my day is in. So I say I relate um, mostly with Jerome right. for that episode. The shit you was talking about with the boat and y'all about fired on it, my homeboy that I was t- telling you about earlier, he, the same shit would happen to them except they was mm-hmm. on the ground. So he was like, they'd be driving, it'd be like an interstate type road or whatever. Yeah. And you say the car, if the car get too close, They'll give them enough warning If they don't stop Or they keep getting closer They'll just yep. Fire on the whole car Like everybody in it We call out to them three times Cause yeah. you know m- Most of those ships Are on like the same You know they got like Radio uh, frequencies mm-hmm. So you know and, and then we got on the loud horn too You know this is the USS Iwo Jima LHD-7 United States Naval Ship uh, You are in our way up path Please report Or deviate your path That motherfucker stay coming Y'all got a horn on that bitch? They got a time like a car horn. No, like you know the ship, a ship horn. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh okay. But I mean, we so big. I mean, we got sea sparrow mills. We got so much artillery on that motherfucker. Like, so you know, we call out the second time, say the exact same thing. They still don't respond. Call it that third time and say, uh, uh, you know, this is USS Wajima, blah blah blah. If you do not respond this time, we will fire upon you. But yeah. they don't speak English. Nah, but you know, goddamn, you ain't supposed to be in our fucking way. <laughs> I tell you what, well, I'm saying, like I be here, like I see them, uh, and you'd be surprised how, how many of uh, those other countries do somewhat speak like a broken English. Oh yeah, but I'm saying like, why well, I, I say that about the horn because like you know what I'm saying like them big uh like container ships or whatever mm-hmm. they got horns on them. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, I, I mean, I mean, if I don't speak Japanese, a motherfucker blow their horn at me. I don't get the fuck out the way. That's what when you, when you start seeing the motherfuckers start mounting on them, them fifty cal guns on the, on the front of the boat and the sea sparrow shits open up where the missiles at. The motherfuckers down. Oh, they get out the way. <laughs> yeah, they they yielded onto the interstate. <laughs> <laughs> they got the fuck out the way eventually. But I, um, yeah, we we had a guy that got caught cheating on his wife. He was married. They made him call his wife back home, and he he tied a zip tie around his neck that night and killed himself. And what? Yeah, um, cause she said her and the kids weren't gonna be there when he got back. Oh, um, we had another guy that got a a dear John letter is what we call him. We basically mm-hmm. you get an email. Oh yeah, we wife. know the dear John Jones. Yeah, he so he he jumped over the side, never find him. Wow. Um, so the Navy main job is to get the Marines where they need to be. Uh huh. So when we were in like Afghanistan, places like that, the Marines will go on land. Um, so we'll. We'll part like we'll drop anchor like fifty nautical miles out, and we had this shit called L cats, which basically is like those those like hover boats Some that you dodge. see oh. that, that that go on the water, but then they'll drive up on the beach too. Oh, not a hell cat, a L cat, L cat, yeah, L cat. I'm fucking with you. Yeah. <laughs> Scat pack. Yeah, yeah nah. so them, so them niggas are uh, going on land sometime, and they had a, a convoy of those that was walking like through the streets, and they walked beside the car, and the car had a bomb in it, and the bomb blew up. One of those guys died, and I actually knew the marine because he used to play basketball in the hangar bay with us sometimes. So damn. Um, so it's a little shit that mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying Yeah I was Navy I wasn't like A Navy SEAL That you see on the movies That you know When it shot me a lot You know but. You was them niggas With them vests on Bringing them planes in and shit Nope I was an engineer So I was down at the bottom I ain't seen none of that going oh, on Oh you was the niggas We, like, we just uh, wanted to make them Go forward or back That's that's what we did Pushing them damn buttons And pulling them levels full speed ahead We made motherfucker speed uh, up. Using mm-hmm. that shit Yeah so Yeah Word. Um Who I say I most Oh yeah I most identify with Jerome Um All that emotional shit Mm-hmm. Sitting by the pool About crying And all kind of shit yeah. Angry for no damn reason Now you got reason To be angry uh, But he had reason To be angry Yeah Um What you got for The more things change The more they stay the same Oh uh, man With this episode Right here man Um Shady shit Yeah I'm with you Shady business man Um we all meet as a family and come to an agreement, and then, then you want to go behind my back, go behind my back, and do what you think best for you. Mm-hmm. Not, but not what best for us. Even shady business, even with his mama doing shady business, she doing shady business, a lot of yep. shady business. Um, damn, you know Jerome and and Louis think Franklin and Leon doing shady business mm-hmm. with Kane. Which really that it's really the same thing from like was that the first season when um when Delroy wanted to um he told them not to sell drugs in the Mexicans territory and they did it anyway. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? He told you not to cuz it could cause problems. Yep. With them with them with the Mexican OGs or whatever and you wanted to do it and now Louis and um Jerome they want to go against the grain and and might fuck around and get everybody killed. Yeah, cuz even back then when Kev and Leon somewhat was like, "Yeah, man, they killed they killed Delroy and they go get the motherfuckers and like you know, them niggas was like, nah, we ain't had nothing to do. He told him not to do it. Yep. You know what I'm saying? So it's just shady business. Like you say, his mama being shady, Teddy being shady. Yep. You know what I'm saying? So. And yeah. Not, he doing being extra shady. He got them bugging him and shit. Mm-hmm. Hell, his mama about to bug him. That's crazy. 
And we still don't know what, but who this Ruben nigga worked for. We still don't know who he worked for. We still don't know what what role the Parissa about to play in this shit neither. Yeah, cause she ain't here for nothing. Yeah, yeah. and they bought her all the way from Tehran, so mm-hmm. we don't know what role she about to play in this shit. And like I said, we ain't, we ain't heard from uh Black Diamond and Dallas this episode. Yeah, so ain't no tell. They might be with Peaches. No, I don't think they with Peaches. Nah, cause Peaches. But that would be a good turn, a good goddamn. What would you call that shit? A twist. plot twist. Plot twist. Yeah, yeah. Cause he got five milli. So he got enough for him. He ain't got, he ain't got no veins to fill that five million. Nah. He gonna always be chasing that dragon on that damn, he on that horse. That yeah. white lady. Mm, no, no. That ain't no white lady. That's that bad bitch. Heroin? Chasing that bad bitch. Oh, that what they say? Yeah. They call it the white horse too. White lightning and all that good shit. Okay. And it's crazy that he on that during this time. Well, nah, it ain't. No, no, I'm saying like, you know, a lot of people started converting over. The crack Well yeah. yeah but He was a Vietnam vet mm-hmm. So they he probably Was doing that shit Over there A got lot it. of people A lot of people Got, got on that shit yep. Even, Like if, like um, What's the movie Dead President Yeah He he was on that shit Over there Um, Chris Tucker Um, Chris uh, What was I his, name? his name Damn Was it Lim Something like that No oh, hell no What Link Mm. I know you talking because I know the, the the main character name was Anthony. Yep, Anthony. Yeah, but um, anyway, that's it for us. Y'all email us. Let us know what you think. Who won? Who lost? Who you most identified with? Um, DJ Show at gmail dot com, or you can call us up, leave us a voice message, and we'll play it on the show. Four 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 three six two three seven zero. Kane, let them know where they can find you. You can find me every week, man, at the Kane is Able Podcast, man, brought to you by the Crux Media Group, man. Every Wednesday, you can also find me on Facebook at Hennessy Black, Instagram and Twitter, underscore Hennessy Black, Snapchat, Hen on the Rocks, man. Like I said, every Wednesday, man, the Kane is Able, you know, we able to talk about everything everybody else scared to talk about. Uh, yeah, you can find me on social media, Preacher underscore BP. Follow the show, DJ Blaze Show. Shout out to everybody that, you know what I'm saying, uh, shout out to everybody that, like, uh, put us. Put the post up on the story and tag the uh, page too, man. We really appreciate that. You know what I'm saying? It let us know that, you know, you're actually listening. And mm-hmm. the people that have emailed and text me and all kind of stuff. So, um, indeed, we really appreciate that. Um, let us know that we're not just talking to ourselves. Yeah. <laughs> make, make us feel worthwhile. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, shout out to y'all. Um, and uh, like I said, call us up, 444-436-2370. Um, that's it for me. And Kane, it's your boy Be Easy. It's your boy Kane. And we out. Holla.